This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Wither Team, live. <laughs> as you know, we are a Harry Potter podcast, or as you may or may not know, we are a Harry Potter podcast for true Potterheads. Usually each week we discuss a chapter from the Harry Potter series, but, but today we're doing something a little bit different. I'm Robin. And I'm Bayana. Um, today we're talking about what really happened to Hedwig and other Wither Team canon. Um, so, okay. Sorry. Usually there's like a break in the thing. Um, so first we kind of want to, for those who might be here and don't know who we are, so Wizard Team, like as Robin was saying, is a Harry Potter podcast. Um, we are housed under Black Girls Create, which is, we co-founded and is a hub for black nerds and creators. So we read these books through the lens of our experiences as black women. Um, and sometimes it is, you know, it can be critical fandom and then it can be messy. other things. Yes, messy, that's the word. Um, oh, and I didn't introduce our co-host. That was, that was my fault. Um, joining us today um, is a fashion icon, and we'll get into this shortly. Um, Nagini. And she's here. We've got her badge. She's, you know, she's very excited to be here. I hate it. And <laughs> so she's joining us on, on the table, you know, to represent. Um, so going, so just for those who may or may not, most of y'all probably know, like, you know, canon versus fandom or non-canon, extra canon, whatever. So canon is mostly just like what is in the books or in, it, it could, you know, Harry Potter, I don't know, anything. Um, what, what is it in the original source? In the original source. Um, and so in our podcast, we just, you know, we're talking. Things come up. Um, and then we start to think of our own canon. And it's not real. It's all headcanon. It's all made up. We're just saying things. Um, but this panel is very much it's just about, like, the random, funny sometimes serious things that we kind of have come up with throughout the four years that we have been doing this podcast. I feel like I should, we should also introduce this corner because they're going to be loud. So these are like, y'all know you. So these are like some of our like regular listeners and um, we have um, Patreons here where people can watch or join us as we record and then we'll talk about some of the things that they come up with and their thoughts. They're wild. Um, and, but a lot of, like, Wizard Team Canada has also come from what the chat and our listeners have also brought to it. So it's not just Bayana and myself who are coming up with this canon, but some of this is born from mess. Um, <laughs> and it's all out of love, but you'll hear they'll, they'll, these lovely ladies have come to support and also join in with their own canon. Yes. Um, so, a couple of things that we kind of uh, gravitate towards is not the word because, mm, yeah, no. Um, so, you may or may not know, there are lots of different names. You know, everyone knows the like Anagram, or like I am Lord Voldemort, and like my name is Tom Marvolo Riddle, which you don't know. He has lots of other names. <laughs> so many names. You know, Tommy. Tomarion. <laughs> You just need to figure out what Because you, cause you went did. there. I did. Tom Stent. Tom Tholomew. Tom Mani. <laughs> there, are, there are a lot. So um, we like to, on our podcast, use other names because Voldemort is. Also, because my father's name is Thomas and Tommy. Um, and so people started saying, come on, Tommy. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What my dad do? Not. Darkest, darkest wizard of all time. <laughs> so we needed to come up with other. We need to reference 
and by other names. Um, Thomas E is my favorite. It's, a, it's, it's simple. <laughs> Rolls off the tongue. It's yeah. Easy to, you know. Yeah. It's much better than Voldemort. So many syllables. Should have went with that word, Thomas E. Another thing that you may not be aware of is that one of the most disturbing things that has ever happened in the history of literature is when <laughs> our co-host Karen Nagini decided to jump out of the neck of noted historian Matilda Bagshot. <laughs> we have not recovered from this. I don't, if, if you have recovered from it, please tell us how. It's just like strong trauma that came out of that scene. Um, but what, you may not, compensation. what you may not know is that Nagini, or Bugini, as she was known while she was in the <laughs> she's, she's a fashion innovator, okay? She's not trying to, like, be scary. We're just, no. she's like, y'all don't appreciate. She's misunderstood. My, she was my style. I heard it was one V season. It's Christmas time, right? It's cold. Like, well, I need a fit. <laughs> I can't just be out here cold. It's snowing. I've already shed my my skin for the, for the winter. Like, let me know. Like, you, I thought we were about to be in the house. I, I was gonna hide. We had Malfoy Manor all set up. There was the fireplace. I was gonna cozy up there while y'all do whatever y'all do for Christmas. And like, and you sending me out in the cold. Why? So she had to find an outfit. An outfit she's been. <laughs> Oh God, it's so terrible. Um, but you know, um, Maggie has blessed us with a lot. You are getting called out. Blessed us with a lot of art and some other fashion that Nagini has worn. You know, um, like you know. So right after she chamfered Harry's neck. Um, <laughs> Harry just kind of like, you know, they're in the forest. This creature pops up and it's glowing. He's like, I'm going to follow that, even though I just yesterday followed somebody in the dark and, and cold and it did not go right. So, you know. He's a Gryffindor. He doesn't learn lessons. He didn't realize like, that immediately. Yeah. You, you know, it's practice. It's not, not that you don't learn lessons, but just saying, you know, you just like get to put it into practice. A Ravenclaw would have been like one and done. <laughs> Maybe this time. You're more open-minded, is all I'm saying. Tell me, I beat my head against the wall a lot. So I've heard. Stereotypes exist. I don't know. I could be wrong, but that's my limited experience with Ravenclaw or Gryffindors. You know, sometimes it's not the first limited historian you follow. So literally, was it? It was a day. It was, it was, it was a day, and then he was like, "I'm gonna follow this doe through the woods. <laughs> I don't have a wand. I'm just out here jumping." No, he had a mighty wand, but like he's like, just you know, yeah. for all he knew, Nagini or Nagini could have gone into, you know, she's searching for, for the look. She's not just stagnant. You know what I'm saying? Like she is always forward thinking. Right. As it comes as it comes to fashion, fashion comes and seasons, you know? Like you gotta keep trying. And human gotta... in a patronus next. Like I feel like that's the the lot of women. I hate it. <laughs> Another fashion icon. Speaking of fashion. Much less Speaking, um, much less nightmare fashion. Um Dumbledore is a fashion icon. What you may not know is that Dumbledore was friends with a lot of powerful wizards, but he was also friends with, you know, Coco Chanel, <laughs> Prince Roger Felton, and like, you know, they just talk, trade, you know, what what are you wearing, how you feel about silks, I don't know, I'm feeling this like, you know, velvet, velvet you know, as long as it's flamboyantly cut, it is um, plum. plum. Well, no, that's that's on the Muggle days. On the Muggle days, he's like, I'm out here in my suit, and I got like the you know the broad collar, maybe a little little shimmer something with my boots. 
But like on the regular day, he's in long sweeping robes. But his robes are not just any old robes. No. No. He will go a full, you know, color block of purple. He likes he likes his um, accents of like silver stars that go with his light sky blue robes. And um, Madame Malkin basically spends her time in Dumbledore's closet getting ideas. You know? <laughs> That's the realty. The realty, the best collaboration. Not him and Grindelwald, but him and Madame Malkin. <laughs> for the greater good. For the greater, for the greatest good. <laughs> Rita skipped over that in her autobiography, but we all knew she was skipping over stuff. You know, she had an agenda, so. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> Wizard Team Canon. Those were all things that just happened. Those are that's just that. You know what I mean? You can go to you text. Can, and you can read those. Yeah. You know? But tell the secret. <laughs> <laughs> really a story. I can't even finish that. <laughs> Wizard Team Canon. So, um, we're going to kind of go in order, but... You know how when you're potting mandrakes, you have to have your head... Um, your, your ears covered because you know the cry can knock you out, sometimes even kill you. But did you know that the cry that you're hearing is hotline bling? <laughs> <laughs> because Mandrake <laughs> only comes great. So actually, I don't. So I quibble with that. And we have like this is the thing that we what? you came up with now. No, no, no. With, with that we came up with at this point it was during Chamber Secrets so we just finished Deathly Hollows on Wednesday this past Wednesday um, so that was like three years ago because we were reading a chapter a week um, I don't think that the baby mandrakes would be singing Hotline Blue I think no, they'd no, be they singing like singing. I Can Take Your Girl like yeah. real, like pre vocal they, coach they'd be singing drink, like Degrassi with like Brooks, yes when he mm-hmm, goes to the studio with Ashley you know <laughs> right, right yes right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and that's why you know it won't, it right won't so. out, but an adult mandrake will sing Hotline Bling and mm-hmm. boom, dead. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to, you know, be very careful. I don't know any other Drake songs. I mean, I do. I'm sure I do. There's another one. He Girls sings. Love Beyonce? <laughs> That's, I That's a song? I, apparently. Objective fact, Girls Do Love Beyonce. Right. The song, though, you. is like... Okay, anyway. Anyway, that's not the point. How many people watch Grey's Anatomy or has watched Grey's Anatomy? Good, 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 because this is important. Um. <laughs> Go for it. Oh, so, sorry, I thought that... No, weird. I just wanted to make sure. So, so I assume that you're um, familiar with Miranda Bailey. Yes. Keep her in your mind, okay? Just, like, close, she's in your mind? Great. Just... Put her in the hospital wing. That is Madame Pomfrey. <laughs> she suffers no fools. She is very disturbed by all the goings on at Hogwarts and what you know the establishment gets up to when Dumbledore let Miranda, you know, Madame Pomfrey know that he was, you know, you know, shipping in some dragons for the Triwizard Tournament. She had words. Um, she <laughs> Just very unimpressed by the lack of forethought. You know, when the dump, when the Dementors came and set up shop, she was in the headmaster's office like, "This is a school. <laughs> I'm gonna need a raise <laughs> and, a, I, and a whole lot of chocolate. A whole lot of chocolate. I I only have enough pepper up potion. There's only so much pepper up potion that I have, and we were not told. And you know." I just think that Madame Pomfrey doesn't get enough respect. Um, she doesn't get enough deference. People should really listen to her. She knows what she's talking about. She's the medicine. <laughs> 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 All right, this one, this one is super important. So, um, we know you all have read the books and, you know, Death of Hollows, the set battle of the Seven Potters. This is a real sad moment, right, where Hedwig appears to die. That's what you thought happened. That's what you thought happened. What you didn't know was that Hedwig this entire time has been an animagus and has been an aspiring singing or song artist, singer, um, performer, entrepreneur. Cultural icon. Okay. Um, and so she is 
you know, this is what, 1997, mm-hmm. right? She's been writing she, songs a lot while Harry was, you know. You know, helping him out, but also as he gets older, he doesn't need her as much, you know what I mean? Like back when they were, when he was younger and he was still, in, well, not the cupboard, he was in Dudley's room and his only real friend in ties in the magical world, so he's like, I'm a stay, you know what I mean? Like, I'm the fly to, we're good. I'm the fly to Egypt, Egypt give you some to your presents, birthday, birthday presents, presents you know? like, I got you, right? But, it's 1997. She's like, I think Harry, you know, he has his own thing that he He's needs to work out. Presents. Yeah, I don't take me with him. I'm not needed. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna go pursue my dream. 1997, that happened. 1998, you know what dropped? No, no, no. <laughs> that is because Hedwig, Giselle knows Carter, um, faked her own death and moved to Houston. Moved, moved to Houston, Texas, baby, and uh, you know, lived out her dream. She formed a group called Dusty's Menagerie, and um, she was joined by a hippogriff named Weatherwings, aka Buffy, as well as a phoenix, a phoenix named Fox, who was really good with like steam. So the hip, uh, you know, Buffy was good with like yeah, the the choreography not so much. I don't know. Big wingspan, very pretty, you know, beautiful gowns. Beautiful gown. Oh, no. um, and then Hedwig and Fox, you know, first and second <laughs> Fox did, did the little lament. Yeah. For Dumbledore's Could hold the death. note. Yep. Secondly, vocalist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The reason that we know this, um, or that, no, that we were clued into this. Um, Chamber Secrets. Harry and Ron are like, wow, we can't get to the platform. We just don't have to drive. And then they drive with Hedwig in there, and then they crash to the Whomping Willow. And then Hedwig is like, I just literally saw my life flash before my eyes. I have dreams and goals, and this is not. She and didn't speak to, like, I have wings. Why am I in, why the am I in this car? She why didn't speak to Harry for four months. And then came back, like, and he was like, Oh, we're talking again? And she's like, Don't push it. She was like, You know, we need, you're going to lose your wife, is what right. she said. Like, Keep it up everything you own in a box to the left. <laughs> and once we started to like look at the timeline, the it all together. fell into place. Like obviously, Hedwig is not getting caught slipping. Like no Death Eater is just gonna just come up and that's not happening. Like look at her life. She faked her death, guys. She had, she had dreams and she went on tour and we've been blessed with her music ever since. Um, Sometimes she'll make, you know, they, if you pay close attention, she'll wear feathers. You know, you know the, 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 what was it, the Nelson Mandela the, 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 the tribute, and she yeah, had like the global situation. And the... She was out there just letting y'all know who mm-hmm. she really was. She was full feathers. Yep. But, you know, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to. Okay, we don't do that one. Next no. one. So, um, another thing that you may or may not have um, known, a little known fact. Um, so, everyone. From the end of Chamber of Secrets on, but everybody's a ghost. Everybody died. And the reason for this is that after the Chamber of Secrets, after Harry and Ron went down to Chamber of Secrets, they came to Dumbledore's office. They were like, all this stuff happened, whatever. And Dumbledore said, great. Go on and have your feast, celebrate your, put it, your uh, house cup win and the fact that you saved Jenny in the school. But like, didn't they, didn't they just went straight from there to there? They went from the Chamber of Secrets to the office to the Great Hall. You know what they didn't go to? The bathroom to take a shower. That's They're covered in bathroom venom, dirt, mud, blood. Bathless droppings. <laughs> Probably <laughs> droppings. I don't know about that one. That one's not. They were in the sewer. They were in the sewer. And they just went to the Great Hall to eat and then wash their hands. Everybody's getting poisoned. Everybody's like, oh. They're like, oh. Go eat this like treacle tart, and like now I'm dead. So, um, but Hermione was seeing all of this and thought, you know what? Spew is important. I'll get there. But first, I'm going to start a different organization called Wash. Wizards for actual showers and hygiene. <laughs> it's very important. Um, Lies also just saved. a reminder. <laughs> well, unfortunately, it's this great tragedy. <laughs> For someone to speak up on just like basic, just you know, he could have just went, could have gave him access to the prefect's bathroom, even like it's fine, you know what I mean? But just like wash off the venom at the very least. Like you can get like 
like food poisoning, it's not great. You don't want it, but like poisoning, poisoning. Just <laughs> on the scale, I just feel like, you know. You know, maybe they have that. I hope so. Scourgeify. Scourgeify. Maybe, maybe don't want to do like a hose down. Augmenti. <laughs> 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 yes, <laughs> Maxima. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> True. Maybe yeah. The Phoenix Phoenix is just like a cleanse. You know, like outside and inside. You know, like uh, box with like. <laughs> <laughs> Shampoo? I hope so. <laughs> Antibacterial soap in one eye. Another thing you may not know is that Angelina uh, Johnson, beyond being an incredibly talented footage player and footage captain, also um, had her own small business while she was at Hogwarts. She developed a line of hair care products and spells. So she was able to do um, anti-breakage spells. Um, she didn't have deep conditioning. She had a, she had a potion for that. Um, she was able to braid her hair. The reason why you always hear about Angelina's braids, braids take time, you know? And you can't keep the same set of braids in for nine months. That's your, your whole head. That's a recipe for... Disaster. Yeah. Um, but Angelina discovered and came up with a uh, braiding spell. So she would be doing her homework, practicing her footage, and, and her hair would braid itself. The dream of black girls everywhere. <laughs> Wash day normally takes about eight to nine hours, but for Angelina, afternoon, no big deal. We're done. And then she decided to monetize that. She got newts galore, gallions and gallions of, like, you know, Hermione was like, all I know how to do is put sleep easy in this. And she was like, you don't know how to style it. You, you, you know, you gotta trim the edges, like the whole thing, you know. But. That's very important. How Angelina got um, through Hogwarts. And then, when she left, boom, small business. She's out here. That oh, shot and die on Alley right I mean, next to so like, Yeah, but like maybe like 98. She maybe like opened up in like June, you know, just give time for the dust to settle after Tom, that whole situation. Yeah. People weren't really looking. She had a little pop-up shop at the Wizard, at the Weezes, Wizard Weezes, and then she decided to, you know, Yeah, she was like, the branding is antithetical, like they, we don't really match here, so. Yeah. Yeah. So the reason why the uh, Marauder's map ended up in Vilch's office before the twins um, were able to abscond with it is because of one Davy Gudgeon. I don't know if you guys remember this name, but when just some random, just, yeah, he, yes, the Whomping Willow, he came, he, he decided he wanted to touch it. Right. <laughs> Knowing that it's called the Whomping Willow. He got whomped. <laughs> Predictably got whomped. And so from, you know, seeing this great, you know, thought process that he's clearly going through. Um, and also a little bit of like dare devilism, like mischief happening. I think we can see the Marauders being like bestowing the map upon him, you know, and being like, you will, you know, take on the mantle and do all the things and yeah. uphold the, the honor spirit. and the glory of the map and then he loses it like the first time and the coach is like, oh, got it, sorry sorry about it <laughs> um, and so, you know maybe, oh, maybe, maybe he, I hope he's good out there, you know he's got a traumatic brain injury and we're really worried about it <laughs> we, we, CTE is a very mm-hmm. strong possibility for David Gudgeon maybe he played Quidditch too he probably did play footage. I mean, anyone that runs up on a whomping willow, wedges <laughs> to the face. Yeah. Yikes. Um, so we read a lot about Ginny eating porridge in the series, but what you don't know is Ginny is porridge. <laughs> the literal embodiment. Honestly, she only eats porridge like one time. So <laughs> Really what it is is... Does she only so porridge one time? Yes, but what it is is that, um, I don't know, some of y'all might be Harry Jimmy Shippers, and that's fine. J.K. Rowling did not set that up in the way that I think she thought she was doing. Like, Harry, they weren't friends. They didn't interact. They didn't, like, 
you know, by the time, so we're like, so when we're reading, I think it was Goblet Fire, and there are all these moments where they could be building, a, even just the friendship, it doesn't have to be like anything more than that, because like, they're still young, whatever, Jenny still has an obvious crush on him, so that's fine, but there's all these times where she's just like there, and Harry's not like, interacting, interacting with, her. with her at all, and so... There was one time he just kind of found her, and maybe it was Hermione, and Jenny just eating porridge, and I was like, bye, Jenny, and then she doesn't show up for a couple of chapters. This is after he saved her in the Chamber of Secrets. There's so they, much that they could bond they, on. They just have that. shared trauma of being, you know, possessed by Voldemort. Two people that have a lot to talk about there, you know? What's it like? Did you black out? No, I didn't really black out, but I got nightmares. Did you get nightmares? No, I didn't really get nightmares, but did your head hurt? No, but, you know... There's a lot of talk, there's a lot of things that they can build a relationship on, but they don't talk Ever. because this is Ginny's in the Great Hall. She's in the Great Hall, okay? It's she so good. Stays in the Great Hall for the next four years until two years. Two years until then, all of a sudden, there's a monster in Harry's chest, Dean's which um, is just indigestion. Like <laughs> skipping a little, we named we named it Edward. <laughs> It's often, you know, it's always purring and like sniffing the air, like oh, watching her sleep. Ginny and Dean fought. You said, hmm, like smells like, I don't know. It's time for me to sign up in there. I don't know. <laughs> it's really weird. Yeah. We had to give it a name because it just keeps saying, "Oh, the monster purred," and like the monster clawed ravenously. And you're like, but why? Why is this happening in here? Somebody like, should go see Madame Pomfrey. <laughs> She has a remedy for she got to for that monster in your chest. Speaking of giving things names, the most fascinating character by far in the entire series is a witch that gets about half a sentence dedicated to her. But man, what a sentence! Um, Mrs. The Bee, Blaze's mother, who gets richer and richer as her husband get deader and deader. <laughs> What is her life like? What is that story? How after the third husband, how does she keep finding husbands? She's fine, okay? She is very attractive. Um, we like to imagine her as Iman, the super model. He was married to David Bowie. You know, the cheekbones, really, is what that is, and the smoothness of her skin. But she needed a name because Mrs. Zabini has a very rich story that we wanted to hear. So we named her Nicola. Um, Nicholas Beanie, and you can hear throughout whether he mentions of Nicola and her conquest and, <laughs> and then murders. <laughs> Alleged. There's <laughs> <laughs> no proof. She has never spent a day in Afghan. How could they spend more time in Afghan? Okay, we're talking about the real crimes. <laughs> so, you know, alleged. Of her. I always wonder how that works. I mean, you know, obviously I'm not in like a, well, not obviously, but like, <laughs> y'all don't know me. I'm not in like a well to do, like, not summering at the Hamptons where maybe that, ha I happened in revenge and people were getting killed and stuff and it was all salacious. So, like, maybe they just were like, yeah, I mean, she'd just be killing people. I don't know. <laughs> I think she's kind of like her. I think she is Olivia Pope and Annalise Keaton on her squad. <laughs> okay. So, you know, just the, the accusations just roll off the bat. Yeah, she's because, like, you know, what are you talking about? I'm so distraught. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. Do you see? I'm wearing whatever happened. My morning black. Yeah, the silk, and it's just this like no, not not even morning yet. Cause she doesn't know. She's like, oh no, officer or our. <laughs> I have no idea what happened. Oh no. Somehow he ate this this food I gave him, and now he's dead. I just I'm I'm unclear. Maybe he had a he had a tree allergy that I did not know. About. Just all trees. All trees. Well, I'm not. What is it? Oh, and that? That? oh, I don't know. I don't know. She had a lot of dead husbands. She did. So. It's true. And she clearly, I mean, and I, and I wonder because, like, 
Slughorn very openly just like, or I don't know about openly, but like enough that Harry, and we know how he is with noticing and, you know. <laughs> very observant. He at the very least could surmise this is what's going on in Blaze's home. And so, just like this question that like, how does Harry, and then like, how does Blaze getting this question from Slughorn, like, oh yeah, how's your mom? How's your stepdad? Oh, he dead? Oh, my fault. How about the other one? <laughs> how's he doing? Oh, he's on the, oh, oh. He's in St. Monday's? Okay. Oh, okay. Well, you know, hope for a speedy recovery. <laughs> and Blaze is like, mm. Like, how is it as, like, a child? Just, your mom is out here doing this thing, and, like, even if she's not, like, I highly, like, I'm, I like to think that she's a decent mom, and is at the very least, like, keeping it separate. Like, Blaze ain't seen, he can't see vegetables yet, hopefully. Um, but, like, My fault, you're this right. Why she sent him to boarding school because had to be. He has one stepfather in the beginning of the year. And by the end, it's like, oh, what's up, Chris? Seven years of Hogwarts, eight stepfathers. And like, and but but people, he's just being asked these questions, and he's not like, at least from what we can tell, not offended or like, no, you know, he's just like, I don't know, you know, wizards be dying. It's just, they be out here. I mean, they do be that. I don't know what to say. <laughs> We've all read these books. It's true. It's dark times. For people who live a long time. seemingly have a long lifespan. A lot of them die. Quite young. Yeah. Um, so another Wizard Team canon that we have is that the Ministry has... Partially canon. This is, uh, this is like, yeah, canon, canon, and, but we just, we filled out the backstory. You know, there's all these questions that we have while we read these books, and someone has to come up with answers. Right. And For instance, how was Harry and them able to get into the Ministry of, Ma- the Ministry of Magic after hours through the visitor's entrance? <laughs> and nobody stopped them, and it was just unlocked. And this is like the mug, you know what I mean? Like, and they were just like, oh, we're here to save serious black notorious mass murderer. <laughs> like, oh, Rest here's your badge. <laughs> Make sure you weigh your wand. <laughs> that the ministry, the ministry has been going through budget cuts and, you know, having magic sometimes makes you really arrogant and you think that a Lohomora, you know, won't do the trick, right? But we learn a Lohomora in first year, so we need something, you know, a little bit more secure than a locked door. Interestingly, oh. Tom understands this because once he takes over, you can't get in or out without right. immediate security upgrades. You know, toilets. You know, coins. Say what you will about Tomothy. He understands. He understands security. security. You know. So there is one security guard, and he works really hard. But there's only so much you can do with one security guard who has to measure the wand and weigh it. Which is important. Well, I think it's to get like the. It's like a catalog. Because your wand is off like your eye. Nine and three quarters, Holly, Phoenix Feather. Like that was kind of what. Right, but. You get like, a in the world of Expelliarmus, yes. your wand should not be your ID. <laughs> yes. But granted, they can operate into the ministry. So there's no, like, in, you know, this is the. So Eric is sitting there writing these reports to the Minister of Magic saying, you know, I really think that we need to do something, we might need to hire someone else, we need to help. Um, and then the ministry's like, you know, we gotta do what you gotta do. We gotta do what we have, you know. And Everything then our and then our resident fashion icon slivers all up in there. <laughs> and he's like, yo, it was a whole ass snake in here. And they're like, call the exterminator. Like, you know, it that way. It beats that way sometimes. Are you good? Are you good? Cool. Yeah, we're, we're fine. Yeah, there's a large snake. Um, and then he's like, well, I, you know, something's actually obviously going on because we've caught a large snake. Arthur's been bitten. And then, um, not Dirk Fessel. Who else was it? Um, Dirk Fessel? Mm-hmm. Podmore. Sturgis Pod- Podmore. Sturgis Podmore is just hanging out. And everyone, everything seems to be concentrated by the Department of Mysteries. Maybe we want to look into this. And Fudge is like, hey. Alohomora never failed us. Alohomora. You know, just make sure the door is locked. Um, But not the visitor's entrance, because we need people to be able to get in here. And so, (laughs) Eric sets up a, you know, a fail-proof system. Though he he writes copious notes about 
the ways in which he thinks this can be improved, but he decides, I'm going to go home. You're not paying me overtime. It's a salaried position. So people will have to announce themselves in the visitor's entrance and get a badge. That's all I can do. That's all. I don't know about, like, I don't know who's tracking this. I don't know where the, you know... That information goes to. Do you want it, Minister? No. Well, then I'm um, just like you know, just keep a note of who comes and who goes. And by the way, could you also maybe stop by St. Mungo's and look at the plants that are coming in? And he's like, I don't, I don't work there. And he's like, Well, you know, you work everywhere because you're the only security we have. <laughs> the entirety of the British Muslim world. The entirety of the British Muslim world. You can take that last one. I don't. Oh, this is great. So, there's a lot of talk about Snape and his love for Lily and people who ship that. Um, and what a, yeah, I know. I, I, I agree with you. Yeah, I'm not on that team at all. What we're not talking enough about is the person who Snape really should have been with and who was perfect for him. Um, they had so much in common. They loved to torture children. They really enjoyed, you know, yelling at small children in quiet spaces. And this is Madame Pence, uh, the Hogwarts librarian. And she loves Snape. Okay? She, like, you get a note from Snape, you can have the restricted section. Go forth and prosper. Go where you want to. All she wants is maybe you let Snape know that, you know, she's doing okay and she wants, you know, if he wants to stop by and she's got a new potion book for him. And I just really think that people should ship Snape and Pence more. I think that they are meant to be. Um, and their love is epic. And oh my epic. Epic. Okay. It's an epic love story. It's something. Um, or it could be if she would just, you know, if he would just straighten up and stop thinking about that one girl who, you know, he got whatever. killed. He killed. Or got killed. Got killed. Whatever. But like, the promise of new love. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine them together. They can walk the halls and hit children. <laughs> they can, they can, you know, make will write notes in books and, and Madam Pence will be like, oh, I hate when you do that. Don't dog ear the books. And he's like, mm-hmm, something so brush. <laughs> and they can, you know, just bond over learning and and experimentation of potions and dark spells and sure. I just I just want everyone to think about it a little bit more. <laughs> just think about it. Someone talks about Snape and whoever else and you just say, what about Madam Pet? <laughs> or perhaps. Perhaps. I personally think that they're meant to be and they are my OTP. <laughs> Not the one. The one. Yes. Um, so I, we're gonna open this up, and I've, is this about Snape Pence, or is this what I think it is? See, okay, that's yeah, what I was gonna say. I'm opening it up. So, um, so we would like to know. We have like 20 minutes. We'd like to know some of your head cannons and things that you've made up, and you know, we're we're curious. And the things that our you, knowledge, the things that you hold, that you found through your extensive research of, of these seven books, books, and that you know? hold above anything else. That the first, the first thing that comes to mind when you think about head cannons, we would like to know it. Come on, guys. We yeah. we can give you time while Delia has her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe, maybe we should have a mic so people yeah. can like yeah. see things uh, or hear. Right. You know, <laughs> and we do want to give other people time. Well, yes, this is giving them time to to ruminate, and then they can come up and get the mic. I'm not going to talk over you guys. So, first thing I can is something I appreciate you He's so tall. He's so tall. <laughs> and I'm just saying that he'd be a better match. 
cleans this up for people who need it and doesn't, you know, turn on his friends at any point in time when it really matters. No, you got it. You're good. That's also perfect because he dated Jimmy so he knows what it's like to be with him in the moment. He's not here to hold my back. Like, unlike some. Listen, is this not what you can get in? It is. Yeah, it is. That's why we left it to you. That's all I'm saying. Think about it and ruminate on it. I wrote a whole fan fiction on their website. Popper Fantasy Project. Why are you going to go over combination of skill and luck and, and tenacity. Stick to <laughs> Tenacity. Yes, that's the word. You know, I think they were like, what is in our essence? Like, well, who, who are we as people? What, what, is a, what is something we stand for? You know? And they're like, I don't know, Gryffindor. Uh, you know, they like spitballing, brainstorming. And they're like, you know, sometimes we be up to no good. <laughs> so maybe, you know, perhaps if we swear it solemnly I personally don't think that you have to say I solemnly swear I'm up to no good for the map to work I think the map was going to work for them anyway but was having fun with them like trying to guess how to make it work it just wants to know, you know, that you're about that life and then those words happen it was like, that's pretty good I think the map had a sense of humor Obviously, we well, don't have a sense of humor. Oh, yeah. And I think that, it, you know, Fred and George came up with, I saw them swear I'm up to no good. And they were like, and the map was like, I like it. It revealed its secrets. And then they were like, oh, no, what do we do now? Mischief managed. They're like, we're like, good. We, we don't need it today. We're good. Mischief Mish managed. And then the map was like, ah, these guys are great. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just started telling people that that is how you use the map. And the map was like, I mean, I guess. Sure. Cool. But I swear. You know, now, five years later, or where we at? Is Alba Severus still up in Hogwarts? Yeah. I swear he lost the map, and then some other Gryffindor picked it up and was like, hey, yo, I want to cause some trouble. The map would be like, here you go. <laughs> I don't know that you have to say those words, <laughs> is what I'm saying. It is very specific. I'm like, it's been with Filch. You don't know. It's just learning things and getting more and more dangerous. <laughs> yeah. So, quick on that, why did they take a bunch of random parchment and put those on the surface? Because they could. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was there. It was in, like, wasn't it in a thing that said, like, complicated and highly dangerous? They're like, oh, that's where, that's that's where I'm that's trying to be. Live. I don't know about you, that's where I'm trying to be. That's the so, pocket, you know? know? Let's do um, this. There. Alright, uh, so I have a headcanon that after the events of Deathly Hollows, Ron and Harry pursued their Quidditch careers, and then they joined the Chudley Cannons and led them to their first championship in over a hundred years. I have a similar headcanon that I just started talking about, which is the fact that Harry Potter, post-defeating Voldemort, had the best oh, yeah. mark merchandising deals in the world. He's the highest-paid Minister of Magic. He's got no Nimbus, ministry worker. Ministry worker. Yeah. yeah, he gets paid more than the Minister of Magic. My name's like, how much are you taking home? Because you know the wage gap is real. And he's like, don't worry about it. I think the dark world. <laughs> he's got Harry Potter licensed Nimbuses. Expelliarmus. is trademarked. You use that spell, he gets a cut. Like, <laughs> if you defeated the greatest. Dark Lord of all time when you were 17. Would you not capitalize off of that? So Why I, is he even working? I don't even think the they're question. called the Chudley Cannons anymore. I think they're called the Harry Potter. 
the Chudley Potters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so I have an explanation as to the Marauders map thing. Mm -hmm. Yes. See, now, now I'm thinking about um, Jeopardy, or like, hey man. I want to hear y'all do like, what you think that that looked like. Like, brainstorm like, session. Like, brainstorm session. And the map is becoming a little bit more clear. Um, hey, you show me what you got. <laughs> hey, I want to see your secret. <laughs> I want to see secrets, George. Okay, um, what's happening? What's happening? Hello. Hi. Hi. Fred, come on, Gryffindor. Come on, Fred. Come on. Think bigger. And then I swear that I am not going to break any rules. And then like, like no. Turns off. The literally laughs. And they're like, I swear that I'm going to break all the rules. Somehow Mrs. Norris used to be human and now is not, but they were married. Like, so my, I have a sister who, she's seven, and so I'm like, you know, indoctrinating her in the she gets world. One, she gets one, one month a year. She just turned seven like a month ago, so she has Chamber of Secrets now, and she's reading, and she looked at me, and she was like, who is Mr. Norris? And I was like, you know what? I don't even know. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> Like you're right, and I just feel you know maybe maybe like you're saying like maybe oh my the, gosh she's like the maledictus that's what I was gonna say oh. the cat version and Filch is like but no did you I feel like you somebody said something about like Filch murdered the Mr. Norris and then, <laughs> so then it's like a then it's like a yeah it was me it was pretty it, oh see somebody it was a Mur that Mr. Norris got murdered and then Phil slid up in there. Well, not, didn't get murdered. Not was murdered. Was murdered pawn. No, but Phil just not Nagini. He didn't slide just, up in there. You can slide. I didn't say slither. I said slide. Everybody can slide. <laughs> so he slid up in there like, oh, my I fault. Am. You know what I mean? And then maybe somebody else was like, you murdered her. I don't know. And now I'm thinking about like old, like, you know, Greek mythology where like the person does a thing and then the woman's punished and is turned into like a minotaur or something. <laughs> so now I'm like somehow Mrs. Norris gets punished. Maybe they conspired I have a theory with each other I have and a they poisoned him. I have a good theory. Okay. Phil's got a cat. Mansell Park. Phil's named his cat Miss Norris because he really liked Miss Norris and Mansell Park. That's it. <laughs> or, there's a lot of murder happening in the wizard world. Or, we need a wizard, we need a detective. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, we all heard the theories of horcrux, so that's why the nerds raised rhymes, so it was so awful. Oh, yeah. I don't know. What's Dudley like? Well, he's away at school, and away from Harry. The worst? The worst? <laughs> Continues. The first thing Dudley did when he met Harry was poke him. So, also, they have the smell, like, everyone's the worst at smelling, so I think he's probably average, you know, he's chilling. There's you usually can... a bigger boy poking him with a beard. <laughs> nope, abort, 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 abort. Just shut that one all the way down, but it's not. Well, I think maybe after, you know, after the Dementor incident, Dudley had a come-to-Jesus moment. He was like, you know what? I don't want to be like this anymore. But you there know? are literally people who see Harry all the time who are not the Dursleys. Like, Harry goes to Hogwarts and Neville, Seamus, Dean, Ron don't start poking at him. Like, <laughs> 
I don't think I, I don't really buy that head cannon. And also I just like they're just they're, they're just bad people. Maybe it's Maybe it's because I'm a I'm not a muggle actually. <laughs> like, I have muggle friends. My best some of my best friends are muggles and they don't want to be children. <laughs> I just don't think that that is like, you know, a reason. I don't know. I personally think that it might be because they're terrible people. What happened? This is random. <laughs> so random. We talked about Dean Mine. So let's <laughs> okay. So we all know that Lily was super excited that she got into Hogwarts and Petunia wanted to go, but then she couldn't get in because she's a muggle and she was all salty. And like Lily loves her big sister and it's like, no, I just you know think that you can still be a part of the world, even you know, there are a lot of people who are muggle-born or live in mixed families, it's not a big deal. Maybe, maybe you can meet a nice wizard and your child can have magic. And so she sets him up, she sets Petunia up with Sirius Black. And they go on the worst date. Sirius takes her to a movie, but doesn't understand movies, so they go see something wildly inappropriate. And then they go to a you know, movie and a dinner, right? So they go to dinner, they go to a diner, and Sirius is asking her, like, you know, spoons, what's that all about? Oh, I guess they have spoons. I don't know, you know, like, Walking, why do you do that? I don't know. <laughs> like, all of these are <laughs> every like, what is the function of a rubber ducky? Sure, I mean, you mean to tell me that you actually like walk everywhere, take, drive, take a drive? Why don't you just think about it and then end up in that place? I don't understand. <laughs> you know, so Petunia goes on this date and it's like, oh wow, these people are terrible. He's burning the <laughs> and it's like, that's what I want. That's, <laughs> that's it. So we kind of, as much as I love Sirius, and I think that he's a precious king who should be protected at all costs, um, we kind of have time to blame for the Dursleys being there. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. So I'm very sorry about the team super, but I have a lot of people who really believe Right. Why not both? You know? Expand your, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Both and. Both and. Sometimes you can get both and. I don't know. <laughs> So there's this amazing, there's this amazing artist called Winnie Corby on Tumblr, and she has this whole comic strip, comic strip about it, in which um, is it Harry's asking Sirius what it's like, and then it cuts to McGonagall being very catlike. Well, no, he's like, no, just he's like, oh, do anime guy take on like characteristics, and Sirius is like. Why would you ask that? And then it's like all these like scenes of Harry seeing McGonagall like knock shit, knock stuff over. Sorry, knock stuff over and like you know just like hiss and like jump up in a tree. You know they're like, girl, what's going on? And then and and then Sirius is like bounding up to Remus and you know licking his face, <laughs> all sorts of nonsense. And so I like to think that. Um, they have human thought, but their their personalities are just like very like they're an anime guy. So Sirius really loves to cuddle. Um, if you get him excited, he does a little shimmy. <laughs> um, you can really distract him with a ball. Squirrels are his kryptonite. He almost he almost failed apparition test because a squirrel popped up. <laughs> So yeah, I I love that. I love to think about that. Yeah. Because Fox doesn't have like precision. No, no, no. It's the fang. So right. the venom went in his. It wasn't where the soul is. I don't know where the soul goes, but he gets stabbed. 
stabbed by the thing in the same way that he stabs the thing. Maybe maybe Fox got to emergency. I, uh, had, I was just thinking that Fox was not Fox it wasn't precision precise. You know what I mean? Like you have surgeons and then you have people who are just like clear and just <laughs> fix the whole thing. <laughs> sure. That's how the science works. <laughs> yeah. I have an MD. <laughs> um, let's do Maggie and then we're gonna wrap up this Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. So I just need to explain why uh, this iconic, fashionable co-host is here with you today, and you know it's not dead. Uh, <laughs> um, so Nikki noticed that her her uh, uh, partner in crime, uh, Tommy, uh, was getting a little nervous, and that made her nervous too because she's saying and um, she's also his worker. Episode and who we've been talking about and of the panel. Yes, okay. The panel. So my MVP episode. My fault. My MVP of the panel <laughs> is serious <laughs> because forever and always because he's the best because he is a dog and <laughs> dogs are the best and love unconditionally and sometimes his love turns you you know it's too suffocating and it turns you into the arms of a muggle and become abusive to children. That's not his fault. And that's not his fault. He just wants to, you know, share in the magic about his life. Um, surprising probably no one. My MVP is Nagini for taking making huge strides in fashion. Um, I also do want to do like a secondary to Mrs. Zanini for, you know, people just wizards just be die every day. <laughs> Why not she's just, you know, she's not here living her life. So, yeah, you know, living life is expensive, and sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Bitch. Um, and it's JK Rowling and Roman Brothers. <laughs> do you listen whenever we do a bonus episode or anything like that? I bitch JK Rowling and Warner Brothers because why? Um, one, for making me pop out of the neck. <laughs> The most traumatizing thing that has ever happened in the history of literature, and you know, the Bible exists, and there are crucifixions. But did Jesus pop out of the neck? No. So, but I just think that I'm not over it. I don't think I'll ever be over it. Um, I hate it. Thanks. Um, I'm gonna bench the Ministry of Magic for not having adequate security. <laughs> They need to work that out. Yeah. yeah. So does anyone want to MVP? Or, or I also want to MVP you guys because this is really fun and you got to hear us be a hot mess. utterly ridiculous um, and laughed around. Yeah. Them. Thanks for. <laughs> thanks for not getting up with me. The minute we were like Nagini, <laughs> it's Wednesday season and y'all want to stay seated. That's wild. <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. MVP bench. You want to bench someone? 